Al, I hear you've been wanting to talk about this uh, video game. What? I hear a lot of people have been wanting to talk about this video game. Hmm, I don't know about that. I hear it is a uh, somewhat popular video game. Yeah, that sounds right. Just a bitch. But yeah, hello, we're going to talk about a video game here today. Mm-hmm. Just a little one. Just a little one. Here on this week's episode of The Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc, Al, and Ladium. Hello, hello. This is episode 335. 335. It's a lot of episodes. Oops. Yeah, Can't we've been doing this a while. Yes, yes, we have. We sure have. Uh, we're going to talk about a video game today. It's one of the, the biggest releases of the year, potentially. Yep. It's uh, it's the sequel to Breath of the Wild. It finally came out. Yep. Can you believe has, it? It has a title now, though. It's not just the sequel, Breath, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. No, I think they're just still calling it the se- the, the untitled <laughs> sequel to the Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I love that that's what it was announced as. That's that's. I mean, that's what they should just kept it as. It would have been funny. Don't be a coward. <laughs> oh no. Um, it's Tears of the Kingdom, though. That is the name. It is the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I always wanted to call it Trails of the Kingdom, which I think that's just because I've been playing too many Trails games. Yeah, Trails on the Brain. There's too many of those. Uh, how many? I got to do some math here real quick. Math is hard. It's very hard. You're right. 321 episodes ago. Wow. We talked about Breath of the Wild. Wow, it was that long ago. That episode came out on March 18th of 2017. Yeah, that sounds right. And now six years later, mm-hmm. we're here to talk about the sequel, which I don't think either of us anticipated this game taking six years, but also I don't think we anticipated all of the stuff they were going to add to this game either. <laughs> right, right. And I don't think Nintendo anticipated six years either. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, they announced this in 2019, and then COVID hit, so that's yeah. going to put a little bit of a wrinkle in your plan, so... A little bit, a little bit. Just a smidge, let's say. But yeah, but they, yeah it, they added so much, though, so it makes sense that it took this long. Yeah, because we were just thinking, like, oh, they'll, you know, let's reuse the map, which they, they technically do. That is true. Technically, yes. And they'll just add some more story, and then you'll, we'll just be on our way. It'll be like a Majora's Mask type situation. They'll just, they'll yeah, just like get this out the, the door assets. real quick. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, they wanted, a little, they wanted a little bit of different ways than what we would have thought. Yeah. Quite, yeah. quite a bit of a different way. Uh, this game came out on May the 12th of 2023. Six years, two months after the release of the original game. Wild. Uh, this game has currently a 95 out of 100 on the Metacritic. Pretty good. It's pretty good. How's that compare uh, to, like, Ocarina? I mean, Ocarina, I think, is higher, but it's, like, it's also different because you're taking reviews from like what 97 yeah that makes sense so yeah 95 though is incredible yeah it's, i think it's like a 97 on open critic which is like 
it's tied for the highest rated game on that platform, which is I mean, it, that caters to more like modern games and stuff, but mm-hmm. still a pretty big, uh, pretty big thing. Wow. Uh, this is the highest, or the fastest selling and highest selling. Maybe the highest selling, but the fastest selling game in uh, the Zelda franchise in its first three days of release, it sold. This is where Al takes a guess worldwide. I already saw it. It's over 10 million. Well, there you go. You got it. <laughs> I saw a news article about it earlier. There, yes, it's 10, 10 million in the first three days. Uh, over 4 million copies sold in the U.S. alone. I think there was like, it was a ridiculous amount in Japan as well, which is like, was oh, very surprising. Sense. So I mean, Japan likes Zelda. Yeah, but even then, like they're not usually they don't come out in like in droves like this. Right, right. No, I'm that you're right, you're right. Ten million's a lot though. It is a lot, a lot. And that's like just the first several days. Like it hasn't been out that long. No, yeah, that's that's the surprising thing. Uh it sold over two point two million copies in japan in those first couple of days that's impressive that's yeah that's very that's that's high that's a lot (laughs) that is a lot is that like dragon quest numbers that might be (laughs) let me see if i can pull i remember i saw a statistic i love statistics i don't like math though That, like, I think put it around, like, Dragon Quest numbers and, like, Final Fantasy numbers and stuff like that. Wow, that's impressive. So, I don't know how accurate this is, but this uh, this is from, like, a fandom mm-hmm. page. And it has, like, the top 25 best launch week sales for games in Japan. Uh, apparently, this data was taken from Famitsu. I don't know how, like, up-to-date this is. It has, like, I guess it has Animal Crossing on it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Animal Crossing for Switch. Right. So, it's accurate of, of, of to that. Up to that, excuse me. Uh, this would place this around, what did we say, like, 2.2, 2.4? Mm-hmm. I think it's 2.2, you said. Um... If it's 2.2, that would make it around the fourth or fifth highest selling launch game in Japan around the same. It's around the same as like Dragon Quest Eight, which also sold, sold 2.2 million. So, yeah, pretty high up there. I don't know where you got that number. I was going to check it, but I couldn't find it. Which one? The Japanese number. Uh, it was in an article. Nahone. I can just click back to this other page I was on. Do 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 do. If it'll load. Because I couldn't remember. Two point two four. Two point two four. Okay. So at two point two four, that would put it as the fourth highest uh, launch week game in Japan as of this thing. So I don't know if anything else has surpassed that or not. Right. Well, that's 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 bananas. The only things higher than it are Dragon Quest IX on DS, Final Fantasy VIII, and Pokemon Black and White. Wow. That's incredible. It's pretty high numbers. And then also, they they did sell this game at $70 US dollars, which they did try to come out and say, hey, you know, we put a lot of stuff in here. You know, they did. But also, you still could have sold this game for $60 and it would have been fine. 
Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in this game that makes you really want to or need to pay $10 more, especially when, like, this game is really pushing the Switch hardware to its limits. Yep, it is. <laughs> it's uh, showing its age quite a bit in this game. I mean, I, I've seen people, like, talk about how garbage it looks and everything, and I don't think it looks like garbage. It does have some, like, stuttery moments and things like that. It, the um, frame rate is solid for the most part. It does, like, hitch here and there. There mm -hmm. is noticeable pop-in and, like, texture pop-in, and, like, you'll see throughout, and, like, some of those textures up close don't look great. Right. But also, you know, it's a game made on the Switch, so it, I'm right. not entirely surprised by that. But, again, it's – if you look at it that way, like – it, it still does not justify at making you spend ten no. more dollars on this. No, no, it doesn't. It does not. Absolutely not. Um, although I am proud of my Switch because I'm still playing on my launch day Switch, so Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom got to be on that same console. Yeah, I did not play any of this. Champion. I didn't even play any of this handheld, so I don't know how it ran or looked on like with that. Um, I played it handheld some. Mm -hmm. and I mean it's it's fine but like I also am not one of those people that like freaks out about graphical fidelity and all that fun stuff um the only like thing that was ever noticeably like oh that's not great is that um when you when you go down to the depths sometimes um it'll like stutter as you like make that transition from yeah like the upper world to the de lower world yeah they're like their secret load yeah. But it does that both on docked and undocked. Mm -hmm. So. Well, let's talk about the development of this video game. Okay. Uh, development of Tears of the Kingdom started in 2017 after Breath of the Wild was completed. Initially, new ideas were thought of for DLC, but eventually evolved into a new game when too many were gathered. <laughs> it was announced at E3 2019 as a sequel to Breath of the Wild. At E3 2021, Nintendo debuted a trailer revealing gameplay, story elements, and a 2022 release window, but Nintendo later changed the release window to Q2 of 2023. More information was revealed in the Nintendo Direct presentation held in September of 2022, including the title of Tears of the Kingdom, and a release date of May 12, 2023, and another Nintendo Direct in February of 2023 teased more gameplay elements. Uh, a playable version of the game leaked online in the form of a uh, disc image two weeks before release. That was... Uh... That whole thing. Uh, as with Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom was directed by Hidamaru Fujibayashi and produced by Eiji Anuma. The game was conceived after the team was unable to use every idea planned for Breath of the Wild's downloadable content. New elements include floating islands uh, above Hyrule, with players able to soar between them in a similar a style similar to the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Uh, while he had while he was shown early demos for the game, the involvement of Shigeru Miyamoto in its development was minimal in comparison to previous Zelda games due to scheduling conflicts with his role as a producer on Nintendo and Illumination's The Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, I'll say that. Get out of here. Probably for the best that he was not involved. Uh, the development team came up with ideas for the game during the tech or during the development of Breath of the Wild. Alnuma said that the team had all agreed that the sequel would return to the same version of Hyrule. Technical director Takehiro Dota said he was inspired by Wii Sports Resort to use the same place but add <laughs> new mechanics. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the idea of having new discoveries in the same setting was striking to me, he said. He also mm -hmm. noted that using familiar locations is useful for players when diving from the sky. 
By extending the game world into the sky and underground, the development team greatly expanded expanded the existing area of exploration. Al Numa the referred- on the internet will say that they didn't expand the map very much. Well, it's because they're stupid and you don't listen to them. Yeah, dumb chuds. Anyway. Al Numa referred to Skyward Sword commenting that due to the limitations of the hardware, the developers were not able to achieve a seamless descent from the sky to the surface. In that game, Link was limited to diving only from specific spots. Uh, with the capabilities of the Switch, Tears of the Kingdom could now provide the freedom of traversing a game world that is connected both horizontally and vertically. Do you remember when we said that Breath of the Wild, like, Skyward Sword was kind of the prototype for Breath of the Wild? Uh-huh. I do remember that. Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword is the prototype for Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, in a way. <laughs> Uh, due to its similarity to Breath of the Wild, the developers experiment, experienced strong deja vu while developing its sequel. Alnuma said that the development team was trying to create something new, but also something similar to the previous game, and realized that some aspects were already as they should be. Fujibayashi also said that there were occasions where they struggled to differentiate between the two games. The developers approached Tears of the Kingdom with a list of ideas that they had wanted to include in Breath of the Wild. Alnuma wanted the player to go underground in Breath of the Wild, but was restricted by the, t- the technical limitations of the Wii U. Tears of the Kingdom reintroduced large dungeons into the series, which are connected to Hyrule's surface. Technical director Takahiro Dota said that the, d- the dungeons were designed with regional characteristics to make them unique to the respective ele- environments, just like traditional The Legend of Zelda games. The dungeons were primarily created to showcase the range of Link's powers and gadgets as a way to maximize the gameplay. Additionally, they were designed to be accessed seamlessly rather than being closed off, allowing the player to dive from the sky straight down into the dungeon and step out again at any point. Uh, one of the core concepts in the game is the ability to build items. Yes. Fujibayashi said that immediately after the release of Breath of the Wild, players began experimenting with various elements within the game and posted vi- videos of their accomplishments on social media. This gave the development team the confidence to create more tools in Tears of the Kingdom that players could use to create their own unique gameplay experience. Zonai devices were in- introduced to encourage greater experimentation, but this also required a balance to be set, be- allowing the player to be creative and maintaining limitations to ensure players are not able to break gameplay with infinitely powered devices. <laughs> uh, the theme of hands was also used as an over- overarching element within the game as a way to express the concept of connecting. It is present in the game mechanics, story, visuals, and sound. Takahiro Dota, the technical director, said that joining hands and cooperating with other characters is a major aspect of the game, along with Link's ability to use his hands to create items. Link's right arm was created as a way to distinguish him from the previous iterations of the character, but it's also used symbolically to solve puzzles and open doors. Aonuma said the theme is pre- also present within the story, which involves connecting to Hyrule's history. I think what they're trying to say here is that Tears of the Kingdom is a strand game. No. I think that's what they're saying. Oh, no. I'm just trying to figure out what they mean by hands are present in sound. Sam Porter Bridges walked so Link could run. I think what you mean is that he walks <laughs> so that Link could build a tank. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anyways, uh, the Ascend ability was developed from a debug feature that Alanuma and Fujibayasa used to exit the game's caves. You they mean the gr- one that we always forget to use? Uh, yes, that's that's the one exactly. Yep. Uh, they agreed that it was a pain to navigate all the way through the caves and wanted to cheat to get to the surface. <laughs> I use it all the time when I yeah, go in caves. It's true. Its implementation <laughs> posed other challenges, such as ensuring that the player would not ascend into an empty space due to data loading issues. No, that's true. I didn't uh, think about 
Alnuma cited inspiration from the open world games Red Dead Redemption 2 and The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Hmm. Uh, by March 2022, Anuma appeared in a Nintendo Direct presentation to announce that Tears of the Kingdom had been delayed. He later revealed to Gene Park of the Washington Post that while the game was essentially finished at the time, it had been delayed a year so that the developers could further polish it, which I think, like, that, that makes sense because usually, you know, games can be feature complete and they'll take the rest of that time to, you know, get all the kinks knocked out, the bugs ripped out and everything. But I think mm-hmm. also he said that, like, they took that year as well to make sure, like, all the physics worked. Yeah, which I'm glad that a they big did. thing in this game is like making sure the physics work. Yeah, and they surprisingly do pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's wild how you can just absolutely make the physics do what you need it to do. It doesn't make any sense to me how it works, but I'm happy that it does. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense why this game took so long. It's like. Yeah, you're putting in you're putting in an option for players to be able to literally create whatever they want. Yes, which obviously is going to make for some designs that are not intended for what they were thinking. Right. But um, I think it's interesting as well. They they talked about how like they saw people doing just weird in Breath of the Wild and that they like, didn't expect them to do. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just let's continue that idea, but just give them more tools to make just weird. Let's encourage that. Yeah. Let's let these people crucify Koroks. I didn't crucify any, but I did strap rockets to them. <laughs> let's just let and it them, worked. Let's make, let them make a device that builds a cool S. Oh my god, has somebody made the S? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I haven't seen that. I want to see the S. But yeah, it's just you can build whatever you want. I built a car that allowed... Link to not be seen by enemies, which was very funny. That was really funny. <laughs> I built a lot of airplanes. Yeah. I also built my my weird fishing boat the other day. You did build a weird fishing boat and just stuck fish to it. <laughs> and a treasure chest. You need to you need to find that fishing uh, uh, auto build schematic. I have it. I just okay. haven't tried it yet. Well, there you go. Man, but I do yeah. Have it. This game is uh, this game's something. It's wild. I mean, like, I never expected to have Link drive an airplane somewhere, especially, <laughs> like, with rockets attached to it. Yeah. Link's going to space. Link's going to space, man. Link, Link's just, he's going places. He's having a good time. You know what? He has he has a very good future as an engineer if this whole, like, being, <laughs> being the protector of the princess thing doesn't work out. I, uh, I think if they don't look at what people have been like building and like just posting on social media and the internet in general and think we need to put a creative mode in this game they are literally leaving money on the table yeah because i think that would that's just like it that's a layup like just give everyone just give people access to everything the map is like you know free of enemies or what you can place enemies like you want you have you have the you have like uh you have the ability to place any item you want, any Zonai device you want, and just go ham and build whatever you want, and just like see a what works. Creative mode. Yeah, exactly. Just let you do whatever you want. Like I think that would be such a, a cool idea, and also like it would make so much sense. Yeah, it totally would. Um, I wonder how they feel when they saw that video of somebody made that like giant stick figure with a flaming crotch, though. Look, I. It's that it's the thing from Mythic Quest where they have the that that like time to d- creation yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, 
I feel like I I I think I've seen like people in game development be like, yeah, that's a real thing. We we yeah. know, we know. <laughs> we give you the tools, you're going to make a. Yeah, yeah. That I I mean I believe it. I believe it. But this is so, a flaming one. I don't think they're surprised. Maybe they're surprised by the fire, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like somebody on this development team be like, oh, it's it's shooting fire. Cool. Okay. Um. But I, I hope they're really happy with the, the stuff they see people do. Um, did Monolith Software work on this one like they did Breath of the Wild? Yes. It doesn't mention it. Okay, they did. They were in the credits I saw, and also it, oh, a yeah, little, you're right. yeah, little blip on the developer thing on the page. But yeah, they did. Uh, they worked on this as well, you know, making two Xenoblade Chronicles games and then also working on a Zelda game in six yep. years. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal at all. Oh man, uh, but yeah, I mean, we have been excited for this game since it was announced in 2019. It's like, oh mm-hmm. man, they're making another one of these. That's great. We we really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. So like, yeah, the, the sky's open in terms of like, no pun intended there, but like in terms of just like <laughs> what they could do with this with a sequel, this game. Yeah, I mean, um, there there was a lot you could do, and they really didn't. They kind of kept their hands close to their chest for a good while. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it wasn't until like last year where they were like really open up, like, all right, here's this game. Here's yeah. what this game is. Um, and even then, like, they didn't really truly open up until, like, what, like, a month before the game came out. We're like, all right, here's also all the stuff you can do with this game. Yeah, I mean, I think that the first experience we really got with, like, this is what it's actually going to function like is that, um, like, 10-minute playthrough that Anuma did on YouTube. Which I completely just didn't watch because I was like, because I was like, you know, it's a month before the game's coming out. I know I'm going to play this game. So, like, I just went on, like, a media shutdown of, like, all right, I'm just going to, I'll get into the game and see what the stuff is. Like, I knew I knew some stuff hap- was going to happen because, like, I saw enough people talking about, like, I heard about weapon fusing. And I was just like, oh, do you just put two sticks together and make a weapon now? All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Man, though, that helps with the weapon durability thing because that was something that annoyed me. But, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah, there's you you have more options at your disposal. Also, you could just, mm-hmm. like, you could attach stuff to the Master Sword, which is pretty neat. Funny. It's pretty good. Um, so like I had heard about that, but I didn't know like the extent of like or how it worked. Um, that's why you didn't know about the key side ball. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he mentioned and they're like, "Oh, I'm not a very good shot, and I can't see very well anymore. So I'm just gonna attach this thing and do this so I can shoot better." I was like, "Oh, that's brilliant! I'm gonna do that." Yeah. So I had no idea about that because I didn't yeah. watch that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I-, I was wondering why you didn't remember that, and that's why because you didn't watch it. I mean, also they like they changed up the, like the whole arrow system in this game because like before you had like specific arrows for each situation. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like throw whatever you want on there, just go, just go. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I didn't Have know fun. I didn't know the extent of like the building stuff. Mm-hmm. So like that stuff was all new to me. Um, and I don't think they they really went into like the depths at all in any of the pre-release they, stuff I saw. None of the pre-release had had the depths. That so was like, a complete surprise to me. So, like, I knew about, like, the Sky stuff. And, like, even then, mm-hmm. like, the Sky stuff is kind of just, like, barely anything at all compared to, like, the depths. Which yeah. is super surprising because they, they went so hard in, like, the marketing of, like, look, you're in the sky and stuff. But, and, like, like, more plot-relevant stuff happens in the depths. And, like, there's, like, barely, you, there's, like, a few things you could do up there. But that's really kind of it. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly, like, shrines. Mm-hmm. And, like, the opening area. And they're like, nah, we made we made a 
a dark version of Hyrule down underground for you to to do to explore. Surprise! It's terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, none of that was announced at all. So I didn't know um, if that was like a thing that they showed off in that or not. Mm -mm. Um, and even the plot, they kept their cards really close to the chest. Like we and, and we didn't even know that about the traditional dungeons until a week before release. Because I think they were just like in an interview, like, oh yeah, by the way, we we got dungeons back. Yeah, because dungeons everybody was like panicking on Twitter about like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna play it if there's not dungeons anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I feel like people were also like, even like a month out before release, were like, are there shrines in this game still? Like, yeah. they haven't talked about that. No, <laughs> no, they didn't talk about any of that. And then like, Nintendo on Twitter was like. Oh uh, yeah, there are regional dungeons that are coming back. Everybody's like, "What? What? Why are you just putting this on Twitter a week before release?" It's, it's super weird, but like, I think it also works because, like, I mean, obviously, the whole the idea behind Breath of the Wild is the exploration of that game, right? And it's the same with this game, and I think like even more so with this game, where like, because there's so much more stuff to go out and explore, yeah, and withholding all that stuff I think is a good idea because it just lets you go out go get into this game immediately and be like all right well what am I doing <laughs> what do the I gotta do going into the depths of the first time in the story bit was terrifying because I had no idea it was there and like the experience of it you're just like oh no <laughs> it's like here's this thing that's like it's gonna mess up mess up your hearts if you touch it too long also mm -hmm. these enemies down here will just f you up <laughs> like this is a bad time down here <laughs> They they basically looked at um shoot I I keep thinking Yakuza but that's not it uh, judgment and the the heartbreaking system yeah kind of yeah 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 and you had to like go get it healed by the doctor they mm -hmm. looked at that and like what if we put that in Zelda <laughs> which is not even the only Yakuza reference we're probably gonna make in this because there are no. two other moments that are very Yakuza yeah, in this end, game the end has some good stuff there it's like it has yeah. some good good yakuza moments and both of us were like hey this was kind of like yakuza and this was kind of like yakuza and now we have judgment so there you go what also, i'm saying is that zelda is now a yakuza game true um the amount of like you skydiving through the air and like using your glider and also just diving mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very Fortnite like ah just dropping out it's like where are we dropping boys <laughs> hyrule <laughs> castle let's go let's go <laughs> But like it feels like mechanically just very similar to that. It's kind of it was a weird thing. Obviously, I don't think that that's what they were their no, inspiration thank the bus was. Driver. But yeah, think think the think the Korok seed. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a funny thing. Um, yeah, this I don't, I still don't know if I've even like wrapped my head around this game like thoughts wise, just because like I took a week basically and just went all in and playing this game and just did nothing but play this game same abandoning everything else in the process besides work yeah you had a little bit of a uh, other things to do obviously yeah, but unfortunately like, i was i think going into this i was worried that it would not capture the magic that breath of the wild had right in terms of just like you know that exploration of like wanting to go see things and find every little nook and cranny you could and everything and like i am shocked that they were able to recapture that in a mm -hmm. very but in a different way in a different way like i'm still just looking around for wells now 
Because I want to know what's in the wells. Spoilers. It's water and maybe an enemy. Oh, I mean, there's or two. And also some stuff rocks. In, and you're going to get like one of the little bubble gym guys. Yeah. And the lady back at the, the lookout area gives you money for it. Cha-ching. She's like, hey, you're going to tell me where a well is? Here's Monday. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You are welcome. But yeah, it's it's so I so like one of the first things I did when I when I got out of this game out of the tutorial section of this game was it's like all right, well I'm just going to go find all the towers cuz yeah, there are less towers to do, which is very nice. Very nice. And also you don't have to like climb up them and do it that way like you did in yeah. Breath of the Wild. It's just like sometimes you'll have to be like, "Okay, well there's like the mechanisms broken, so I got to like find a way in and do it that way." But for the most part, you just go in you, you do the thing, the little guardians will come out and be like, we're going to gear you up and you're going to go flying and then you're going to scan and you're good. And like this, I did that, I got the map all set out and then I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> all right, well, uh, the world is my oyster. I could do whatever I want, I guess. That's pretty much how I did it too, was just mapping first. Um, mm. Although we started out with different dungeons, which is also a, a whole thing. Um, yeah. I want to say, since we're talking about the towers real quick, kind of a sh move on Pura's part that she like built these towers out and used like the guardian arms and everything and was like hey Link why don't you go try this out and didn't warn him because I swear to god this man probably has so much PTSD with guardians like you can see it on his face when he experiences it the first time he's, he's like, freaking oh no oh no he's freaking oh, we're out good. we're good we're like, good she couldn't just give him just a plug quick heads a USB up. cord in it's fine <laughs> Up of like, oh, by the way, I reused the guardian arms. Don't, don't, don't freak out. It's almost weird how, as well, that like that's the only real Reference. time you see those. Mm -hmm. Like all that yeah. stuff's kind of just gone. Yeah, there's, there's no explanation really on like what, or there's no explanation that I have found. I've heard that there's an explanation, but I haven't found it. I mean, also, it's, I guess it's interesting because like they haven't really clarified the, the time difference between Breath of the Wild and this. The general consensus is about six years. But, like, again, that's just, like... Based on NPCs and yeah. aging. Yeah. yeah. Which would make Zelda and Link around 23? They're old. Wow. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but, yeah, it's just... It's, it was interesting to see, like, all that stuff gone, but, like, I kind of didn't miss it. <laughs> I didn't miss it, but also, like... I would not be surprised if they disassembled all of that because Jesus Christ, it almost killed them all. Yeah. All of idea. it almost killed everybody. Like, I'd probably want to get rid of it too. Mm hmm. Hmm. You know, reuse what you can, which in this case were guardian arms. <laughs> Go and get you. I do Go. like how, like, anytime like you meet. Anytime you meet, like, a character you knew from, like, Breath of the Wild, they'll just be like, oh, wait, wait, what are you doing here? What's going on? You're back. All the, it's so What's going on? Some of them don't remember you. Look, you just, you just didn't bring over your right save, clearly. No. Everyone remembered me. That's not true. <laughs> They're like, whoa, cool, it's a Link. I know you. Hetsu doesn't remember you. Well, he's too busy. You didn't get all the poop for him, that's why. 
Uh, that makes sense. Clearly, if you had gotten all the Korok seeds and you got that poop, he'd be like, wow, you're the poop man. You're the poop man. You're, you're the guy who collected all that poop. Look at you. Um, But yeah, several people didn't recognize me. I was like, oh. Maybe they've but, been through some stuff. Right. And I mean, like, the way that I was justifying it in my head is that, like, if he did, like, a thing for them, say, six years ago, they saw him, like, that one time, and then he just, like, never showed up again, like, I probably wouldn't remember somebody either. Six years is a long time. Six years is a long time. And, I mean, like, you know, stuff has happened. We're rebuilding. We got a little, we got, we've been, we're busy focusing on that. Yeah, yeah. Having, having lives that are not tormented by the Calamity Ganon. Except for now, where now you get to be tormented by your actual Ganon. Ganondorf. Matt Mercer as Ganon. Matt Mercer. It's a very a weird, it's a very weird choice. It's a weird choice, but he did a really good job. I mean, he's good, but it's just like, I just, I listened to him, I was like, oh, that's just Matt Mercer. That's just Matt Mercer, yeah. It the whole time takes me like, out of it. That's just Matt Mercer. That's Matt Mercer. I know that voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, yeah, that, that's just Matt Mercer, but... Hydrated Ganon. Ganondorf. Yeah, he he's an actual... But between... Calamity Ganon and Hydrated Ganondorf coming back. Like, they had, like, five or six years of, of some, like, peace to live their lives. So, you know, they probably forgot the guy who just showed up and did, like, one little thing for him at one point. I say that busy. as if, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, things have been things have been going on. Some people remember you, some people don't. Yeah. Not the end of the world. That's just how it be sometimes. I won't be. Like I said, I wouldn't remember everybody I met six years ago. Especially if I've met them like once. Yeah, you were you were too busy playing your brand new Switch six years ago. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> still trying to get your PhD six years ago. Oh my god, you're right. I was still a year out from getting my PhD. So yeah, you know gonna be a little bit hard to remember someone you might have seen once yeah well and you know he's got a brand new arm and um you know depending on what he's wearing and all that jazz unkempt hair yeah yeah his ponytail's gone unless you find the ponytail holder um and uh you know he doesn't have the sword for a while so Nope. That's one thing people always like, oh, yes, that, that guy with a sword. That guy. That guy. That guy. I'm like, wow, look at this little gremlin running around with this long <laughs> hair and his weird arm and no and sword. A stick. <laughs> a stick with a rock attached to it. <laughs> Carrying random sheets of, of wood in the air and just being like, everyone's like, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> Get away! Did he, did he just strap a rocket to that Korok? Like, <laughs> did he just crucify that Korok? Is 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 everything okay? What is happening? Like, uh, like, I got it. I got it. It's fine. It's fine. No oh, man. All good. No worries. <laughs> oh man. This uh, is fun. Yeah. 
some fun really times fun. to be had. Yeah. They uh they really expanded the story in this game. I feel like there's a lot of things they took from Breath of the Wild and were like, all right, people didn't like X Y Z. Let's fix this. Yeah. <laughs> no dungeons. All right, we're gonna put dungeons back in. You didn't like that there was barely any story. All right, we got more story for you. You didn't like how the the, the weapons degraded. Well, too bad. <laughs> Deal with it. They're still gonna do that, but they're gonna do it in a different way, and you can also make them stronger with other yeah. stuff. I feel like the only thing they really didn't like change at all was the combat and the combat's still kind of eh still very like one dimensional in terms of just like what you do and everything but I don't know really exactly how they would have like super fixed it or changed it in a drastic way like they've done with like basically every other system in this game yeah I mean the only thing that's really super different is the, the arrow system yeah but for the most part I feel like they kind of took like just criticisms or critiques of this game of Breath of the Wild and we're like alright well what do we do to alleviate that or change it or make it better or, or anything of that nature mm-hmm. which is pretty wild yeah uh, well, with that being said what do you want to talk about <laughs> um I mean I guess we should at some point talk about the story uh huh um, is there anything else we should talk about, like, mechanic-wise or gameplay-wise that we haven't talked about? Um, um. I mean, essentially, like, a lot of the, the gameplay is kind of just, it's similar to Breath of the Wild. Like, if you played that, you have a basic understanding of what you're going to be doing here in terms of, like, exploration and combat and shrines and all that sort of stuff. I do think the shrines are better in this game. Like, mm-hmm. There's more clever in- implementation of like what you can do in the shrine, especially with like the idea of like just you can build whatever you want so like there's multiple avenues to get to the end of a shrine rather than it's like a developer intended route and that's kind of what you're supposed to do. Maybe there's a way to finagle it but for the most part it feels like in these there's a lot more it's like I just go out and see what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's, some, here's some equipment. Do your best. Mm-hmm. Also, I think them taking out, like, the combat focus shrines was a good idea. Yeah, I mean, they have the training ones, but... And but, then they have the, like, naked ones. I think the naked ones are really fun in terms of, like... Cause it's a de- really it's, fun. It's something so different and, like compared to all the other shrines that you get and, like, the ways that... At least the ones I've done, they're very interesting in terms of like how you approach them in particular because mm-hmm. like essentially those they just they they strip you of all your gear and like they'll give you gear in the the shrine to to use and that's kind of like what you do to get through and everything and they'll be like um stealth your way through this and see if you can take out these enemies or like here's a bunch of random stuff you can you know fuse to a stick and then you'll be able to take care of enemies that way or like here's a car if you want to just run everything over and see if you could do it that way <laughs> I mean, I basically solved one by making a bunch of, like, battle bots and just sent them off into the the universe with the enemies. And, like, the battle bots and the enemies just fought each other until they both died. And it was, like, cool. I didn't have to do shit. I think that's one I did that as well. And, like, I just, like, stood up top and just, like, watched them do the thing. Yeah. It was just, like, all right, cool. It was (laughs) great. I was just... Keep doing your thing, robots. (laughs) Just, Just have at it. Yeah, I think they're like they're a fun challenge in particular. Like they're more fun than like that DLC was in Breath of the Wild. 
Yes, I I agree with that, a hundred percent. Um, although I am happy that the the like champion, I think it's called Champions Ballad. That picture from the DLC carried over into mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. Um. Which the house has caused a lot of controversy. It's very dumb. It's very dumb. Like the voice actress for Zelda had to like clarify one of her statements because people freaked the f*** out. Zelda fans are a, a certain breed. Uh yeah yeah I mean they're video game nerds need to chill man like impossible impossible challenge uh. When you dedicate your entire, like, existence to shipping characters, and then, like, that ship doesn't work out, or that ship does work out and you're against it or whatever, like, there are real problems in the world, my guy. No! Read fan this fiction. This is my real problem! Like, I don't know, if, if Link and Zelda live together, rad, good for them. They probably deserve it because they're trauma filled no please Link lives in the house Zelda lives in the well <laughs> perfect um but like one of the things that I saw so many people say when they first found out that like Sidon has a fiance and is getting married and they're like oh no Link's gonna be devastated I'm like that's his bro that's his, that's his, that's his, that's bro. Also, like, y'all need to chill. It's not that big of a deal. I was so worried that that girl was going to get, like, hate on the internet. And it's like, okay, it seems like everybody seems to like her, okay? Just good. But it's bad that I have to worry about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was a good character. Yeah. She's got that white face. Out, I could not figure out what kind of fish she was. Just wide face, like, <laughs> stretched <laughs> out. And it's green. very funny. <laughs> and very green, you're right. Very green. Um, but yeah, uh, video game fans and shippers have zero chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the dungeons are good. Yeah, I mean, I I struggled a lot with the fire one. Yeah, I kind of just circumvented some stuff in that one to, <laughs> to get around being lost. But yeah, um, I think the wind temple and the... Z- the desert temple were probably like the, the two ones that are the best out of them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Water temple is kind of just like, eh. Yeah, it's it's there. It's there. Fire temple is fire temple is interesting. It's just very easy to get lost in. It's very easy it to get lost in. And at one point, I had like got knocked down and fell down to the very beginning. It was very sad. Yeah, I can imagine. Um. And so I was a little concerned because I started with water. Huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like, this is what they mean by the dungeons. This is, this is fine, I guess. Um, but then I got to, I went and did the Windwood next. I was like, oh, okay, this is what I was thinking I was getting myself into. Okay, okay. I think the Which, desert, the desert one feels the most traditional out of all of them. Absolutely, 100%. It even has, like, mirror light puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> So I think they they accomplished their goal and what they wanted to do with those. Oh my god! And the Gibdos are terrifying. They're very they're very rude. I don't. I, they're so creepy. Like those in the gloom hands are like the creepiest thing in this game. 
Uh, I think they did boss fights really well in this as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they really did. Because they, they, they use it in a way to, like, um, allow you to use the ability that your partner character you're getting for that dungeon is going to help you with. And it allows mm -hmm. you kind of, like, get a better understanding of, like, how to use it and all that sort of stuff. And, like, they're big, unique bosses that look straight out of a Zelda game. They look like that's what they should be. It's not just, like, you're fighting again in shadow like you were in breath of the wild so like it's yeah. these are these are big boss fights and it, that's that's real cool yeah it was really really cool and mm -hmm. i i like having my little companion pals run around with me squad i got my squad okay, squad um, there's a line that every single time i am running around my squad um it, it's from one of the i think it's from one of the persona 3 movies that it's a line that Lotus Juice says. It's like, I got my crew behind me, my family, and I'm like, that's this. This is this. That's us. You uh, you talking about family? Is 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 Zelda also <laughs> Fast and Furious? That's the, I think so. All right. Well, okay. About so family. Zelda is Yakuza, and Zelda is about family, and I Zelda mean, is mean, look, a strand look, game. You can make. Link a car and he could live his life a quarter mile at a time. You're right. You're right. Anyway, you want to talk about the story? <laughs> uh, I will say, going off of like the squad part, I think yeah. they could have implemented that a little bit better. Um, yeah, having to chase down uh, characters to have their abilities you need. Or just like trying to pick up something and they run across you and then you activate their ability. Like, no, get back here. I don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> I do that so much when I'm trying to get the pose. <laughs> yeah, I think they could have done that better yeah just like you know make it like a button press and then like a something on a d-pad or something of that nature yeah i think that could have like made that a little bit easier and not just like well i gotta go run after this person because i want this ability right now oh nope, i got the <laughs> other person nope nope get not nope that got the other person <laughs> yeah it gets chaotic when you have all of them yeah although they've they've they're not useless, which is great. Like they actually really contribute to fights. Yeah, like you you get a squad going, and it's like you you got they will just do the fighting for you essentially. Yeah, if you want. it's great. It's and great. I'm like, Sick. Let's go. Thanks, friends. Uh, getting Tulin first was great because he just snipes people. He like, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, heck yeah, dude, let's go. I love having him, especially when you get the like, um, like horror Horror, I forget how you pronounce it. It's like bacoblins, but horror goblins. The dudes um, who like hang from the ceiling and caves. Yeah, the and, new enemy. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause he'll just like headshot them, them and knock them down, and I'm like, oh, you Boop. are you're Boop. a good kid, and I yeah. like you. He's definitely one of the most useful ones in terms of combat for sure. Combat and even just navigating because yeah, he's he has got that, that wind skill. Yeah, he, he can like push you forward and make you glide further than you might normally do. So like that's very useful. That was a great ability to have right off the bat. I regret not getting it right off the bat. <laughs> so you should have been have like listened. me and like trying to find uh, Hatano Village and be like, well, let's go up to the Rito Village. That's clearly where this is at. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, well, I guess I I'm doing this dungeon. I remembered where Hatano Village was, but... Kura tells you to go there first, and I was yeah. like, but, but I want to see how Sidon is. Mm -hmm. Which I think is good, because, like, 
I think like obviously you can do these dungeons in any order. It it is a little bit more difficult like for the first one because like, you know you're yeah. gonna have less hearts and everything and not as good gear. Oof. But for the most part, you can kind of go and just do them in whatever order you want. Yeah, you're gonna get the same story every single time you finish. They sure uh... are going to tell you the same story every single time, but like, <laughs> there's no like. I mean, you could have a set order, but like, it doesn't really necessarily mean you need to do it in a set order per se. Right. Which I think is, is is a smart way to do it. I will say I got wrecked a lot doing water first. Like I I got absolutely obliterated a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had like four hearts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's that'll, rough. That'll happen. Well, let's let's dive into the story because there is more story this game than there was uh, in Breath of the Wild. Mm hmm. For sure. Uh, so they begin this game off uh with, I think that initial teaser trailer, which was like them. With, with Link and Zelda descending into the depths of Hyrule under the castle, and they mm -hmm. find this mysterious, spooky body who's like, what? <laughs> well, before that, Zelda geeks out, and it's adorable. Mm -hmm. She is so hype about the history of Hyrule and finding out about all this down there. and um, Even though they're not supposed to be down there. No. And um, she she hears, hears, she sees something about, like, the Zonai, and she gets real jazzed about like, it. Whoa. I mean, she she totally, totally becomes like a history nerd, which <laughs> what's, I'm what's sure this about you've, a demon king. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've had to experience this kind of stuff when no, never, being friends never, with me, not at all. Link's just like, all right, give me a torch, hand it over, I'll hold it for you while you nerd out, and I'm like, oh, Link's a good pal. Look at him go. The funny thing you can do in that is when she's taking the pictures of the giant slabs, is just. Mm -hmm place link in front of her so he'll he'll be in the pictures <laughs> so do the pictures that she took when, when you get the pro pad back to the have you in it I've, I've seen people do that and like i think it can happen that way oh shit, that's funny which is funny that's really good but yeah then you find the body the dehydrated body yeah you with find a hand coming you out find of it spooky ganon and he's like hey what's up i'm back this Blame. hand's gonna fall off me blah and you're going to, like, try and poke him with the Master Sword. He's like, blah, let me break this Master Sword. Let me take your cut, arm, too. Blah. Cut his cheek. And then you're all going to have a little fall. Yeah, Zelda goes, blah. And Link tries to catch her and doesn't. And somebody catches him instead. And he goes up into the sky. And then you get a big tutorial section where you meet Raru. He's the Zone 9. He's like, hey, I gave you my arm. Your your other arm was real messed up. I'll give you this one. Now you can do all this cool stuff. Also, your sword kind of got busted up. That's bad anyways. Yeah, he's like, you almost died, my guy. That's not good. I had to save you. I'm sorry about your arm, though. It's pretty f Yeah, you do a bunch of stuff, and eventually you find like the Sky Temple of Time, and mm -hmm. you get a vision of Zelda with the sword. Basically, the sword disappears from you, and then like it, you see a vision of like her receiving it, and you're like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah, okay, like I guess a, you just have it. All right, whatever. Time there's to go like a glowing down. gold circle-y thing, and Link's like, "Put sword here," and mm -hmm. then Zelda like grabs it, and you can see that vision, and then yeah, yeah you 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 gotta go. Then you go down the high roll, and you learn things are bad. Uh, and then this is where the game basically just opens up. And it's like, "All right, well, here's your mission: find Zelda." Figure out what's happening with the castle and everything. There's also these weird occurrences happening in these four specific spots on the map. Go at it. Have fun. <laughs> uh, they call the event the upheaval. Yes, because 
uh, Hyrule Castle has literally been upheaved it's out of the ground. <laughs> yep. And they're also like, hey, there's a bunch of stuff happening underground as well. You see these holes? Be careful. I and did not even expect that. It was so scary. That's where you get the depths and everything. But yeah, yeah. you get all the you get this. You can go do whatever you want essentially now. And like, um, the main quest obviously is going to the four different folks: the the mm-hmm. Rito, the Zora, the Gerudo, and the Gorons, and like fixing their problems. And you acquire them as allies, and they get to squat around with you. With their secret stones. With their secret stones. I wish they had given that a better name. I kept thinking they said sacred stones. That would have been better than secret stones. I did find it interesting that there's a lot of, like, it felt like they took a lot of, like, Japanese mythology and put in this game. Yeah, because it's uh, Magatamas. Um, And there's some other stuff in here as well, but, like, it's very rooted in, like, that Japanese mythology stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was interesting to use here in particular. No, I agree. Um, But, yeah, you have to go help the Rito because it's cold there uh the zora are dealing with sludge uh the gerudo are in a sandstorm and then the goron just want to eat meat rock meat but it's <laughs> it's very different well they always eat rock meat but it's like rock meat that is like brainwashing them essentially yeah but it's, just, it's like these three like supernatural or not supernatural but like weather events are happening or like something yeah. bad's happening to the eco- eco- ecology of the the area and whatever and then the Gorons are like, we're eating rock meat. <laughs> Hypercapitalism's happening <laughs> here, guys. Very funny. <laughs> um, so like I did the first um, the first dungeon which I did was the Rita one, and that is basically mm-hmm. you working with Tulin, who you met in Breath of the Wild, but now he's a little bit more grown up and he wants to, you know, be he's more a of ponytail a, now. Be more of a, a a fighter and everything, but his dad's like, no, you're a child. No. You but you, you work with him to figure out exactly why the snows being all the happening and all this stuff, and you find like this Rito like children's story played out to life with a big ship and everything, and you gotta like beat that, and then you beat a big centipede monster and mm-hmm. flying through the sky, shooting it with arrows, and then he gets to join your team and all that sort of stuff. So I did that. Wait, you, you did... shot it with arrows? Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you shoot it? Shot it with arrows. Because I didn't have any arrows. What did you do? <laughs> I would skydive into his body. Oh. Huh. And br- break his stuff and break his little circles. Huh. I just shot arrows at him. No, I just skydived a lot into his body. That's interesting. So yeah, there's two different ways you could have done that boss fight, clearly. How about that? I didn't realize that there was another way to do it. I didn't either. <laughs> I thought the intended <laughs> method was just shoot it with arrows and then you're good. No, I didn't have any, so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to dive a lot. <laughs> uh, so I did that, and then, like, you did the the Zora tribe, which is, you know, you meet up with Sidon. He's like, hey, what's up, my bro? You got a stat- we got a statue of you we now. We got a what's statue! Up? I took he a picture sh- of Link pointing out his butt. <laughs> they should have had Sidon and Link dap up each other. Yeah. I think that would have been very good, but also you meet Sidon's fiance. She's like, hey, things are bad they're messing up like this sludge is messing people up and i gotta heal them you should help Sidon fix this and then you find the king as well and he's hidden he's like oh man this sucks he's i got beat well. up but yeah you do that you beat up some sludge monsters and it's kind of a, in a dungeon but yeah you do that and you fix everything there and you get to have Sidon on your, t- your side i do really like the 
the story arc of Sidon here oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. He, true, true. he like freaks out about uh, is her name Yona? That sounds right. Um, because she's like, you you're the only one who can go and help him do this. I can handle this here. Let me do this. And he's like freaking out, like I can't lose somebody else I care about. I can't do it. So mm-hmm. like you see how that Mifa thing has really just hindered Messed him. Them. Yeah, and also he's yeah, like, yeah. he's in like this pool that like is right underneath like the the monument for Mifa. Yeah. So like even more so, it's just like oh boy. Yeah, and then he finally realized like I I love and respect you enough that I know you can handle this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go fix things. And I'm just like, yes, good boy. <laughs> good boy. And then they make him the king afterwards. And I can't wait to see them make another game of this or DLC where he's like, he's as big as his dad. <laughs> he just becomes big all of a sudden. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, Link. <laughs> it's me, your boy. I don't know how a guy that big made Sidon and Mifa. What their There's, mom look like. Yeah. Sidon continues to be a shonen protagonist, and it's very good. Basically, he's still got the smile. Yes, it's very good. It's very good. But, yeah, I loved his little arc there. Like, it was it was a good moment of growth for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, it was important for him moving forward as king. So I did that, and then I think I might have done the Gerudo one I did, right afterwards. I did Gerudo and then um, Fire. I like the Gerudo one because, like... You don't have to go through the nonsense of like, oh, I got to sneak into the to the town. I mean, you technically do, but then like eventually you find uh, Riju, who's also mm-hmm. grown up now, and she's yeah. like, oh yeah, by the way, we know this guy. He's cool. He's with us. It's it's all good. You can he can have free roam with the town. He's gonna help us yeah. out. Yeah, it was great. And they're like, all right, cool. I guess this is real weird, but all right. <laughs> I helped out with some of their lessons about like how to talk to dudes. I like the the one guard who like looks at him. He's like, and she's like. You're not tall, no abs, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, yeah, you're not wrong. Not wrong, not wrong. It was interesting it's kind of like, cut, but not like quite as cut as a no, Gerudo. But it's interesting because like once that happens, they're all kind of like, they're really hesitant, but they're also like, yeah, I want to talk to you because you're weird and I don't understand you, but we don't really see many of you out here. So I want to get to know what, what's the deal with y'all. What's the deal? But also, like, yeah, and Riju trusts you, so we trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun that you don't have to deal with all the like sneaky, sneaky stuff. Yeah, Riju's cool. That dungeon's yeah. real good. It's real good. That boss fight at the end is terrifying. The, the last phase where like they're just throwing enemies at you, and you're just like, uh, 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 oh, god, oh god, oh god, run away, run away, run away, run away. <laughs> Just suffering. I was panicking the whole time. I was also because they're so that. scary. They're scary as it is, and then they're throwing like a thousand of them at you. He's like, "Oh God, I don't have enough stamina." Uh, uh, While well, oh you're God. also oh trying God. to fight a bug. Oh God! It's all messed up. Um, so I did those two, and then like after that, I kind of like took a break from dungeon exploration. And I went and did a bunch of the dragon tears, which is the dragon tears are a, another like main side quest that you can do where you go hang out with Impa. And she's like, Hey, there are all these like hieroglyphs have shown up throughout the land. And you know, if you find this like little puddle, it'll give you this tier and it brings us, it gives you like a, a memory of like what's happened with Zelda mm-hmm. who Zelda has been trapped in the, she got trapped in the past. So she meets yes. uh, Raru and Sonia, uh, Sonia, the first King and queen of Hyrule 
and she essentially starts helping them out and like she's trying to figure out how to get back to the present and everything but like she also gets wrapped up in their fight against ganondorf oh minaru is there too the yes. sister of raru uh so you basically um, like this 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 part of the, the the game like this quest in particular is kind of like the the memories in breath of the wild where you could basically see them out of order Mm-hmm. But eventually you're starting to piece together everything. So, like, I saw the first one, and then, like, I think the second one I saw was, like, Sonya dying. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Like, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was I was bummed that Sonya died because I really like her. And I like the one where, like, she's basically just, like, teasing Zelda about Link. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Yeah, because, like, the, que- the cutscene before she dies is the good one because, like, she's getting called out by zelda mm-hmm. and she's like oh you thought i thought i would see the or not see through your ruse ha <laughs> and they clearly see through it and that's where you kind of like really understand like there's fake zeldas out there there's a puppet zelda yeah yeah um which i kind of understood throughout some of these cutscenes like kind of pieced together that's probably what was happening because like once you go to each dungeon like the story is hey we saw zelda and she was doing something and or told us to do this one thing it's and real it was weird shady. Uh, but you know it's Zelda, so obviously we're gonna talk. We're gonna do that, and then she kind of disappeared, this bright r- light, and like faded away. Yeah. Um, so like I kind of started piecing together, like, okay, that's not Zelda. Obviously, that's Ganon as right. Zelda trying to lure people in, essentially. And then you basically you know, you piece together this whole story of how like she works together with the other sages, and they fight against Ganon, but the fight doesn't go well. Um, they're, they basically are on the losing end until, uh, uh, Raru essentially seals Ganon away and that's how you find him in the very beginning of the game. Yeah. He sacrifices himself to seal Ganon away and then Zelda will go off to each of the other stages and be like, Hey, you gotta prepare in the future. Ganon's going to come back, help the swordsman link, get your folks prepared and we'll tackle him again. And they're all like, yeah, we'll beat him up. We don't we'll like do that it. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that made me really happy about these memories is that Zelda and her relationship with her dad in the first game was so sad. Mm-hmm. And um, this one basically gave her like positive parental interactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they were able to, like, talk as a family and and be able to, like, enjoy each other's company. And they were talking the whole time of, like, yeah, you're amazing. You have all these things that you can do. You have the time powers. You have the light powers. And you're so smart. And we we absolutely adore you. I was like, Zelda needed that. She needed that validation. She needed that relationship. So I was so glad she got it. Mm -hmm. Even though it didn't last, obviously. But... Yeah. Um, like it, it 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 made me happy for her because it the first one was just so sad with how the her dad was. Mm. Oof. Uh one of the important things though you learn from these Dragon Tear cutscenes is that like Minoru has a conversation with Zelda about the, the secret stones and is like, Hey, there's this forbidden thing of like, you know, look, there is a way you could get back to the present of your time, but it's this forbidden technique where you eat the secret stone and then you become a dragon and you're immortal, but then you lose all of your sense of self. Yep. 
and then like after the events go down with Ganon and Rauru and everything, Zelda is like she still has the Master Sword, but it's basically just like I don't really have a choice here. I don't got a way to go back home. Uh, yoink, go. I gotta fix this thing. So she eats the the stone. She becomes a dragon, and basically the the Master Sword gets imbued into this dragon form of Zelda. In her head. In her head. So, like, I had done this with, like, not doing all the dungeons and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, that's not good. And then it's like, all right, we'll go find this dragon Zelda and get the Master Sword out of her head. And I was like, uh-oh, I hope I am ready for this. <laughs> I hope I have enough things to do this. And I was like, okay, well, I just need stamina for this now. So that's good. Yeah, which is a complete opposite of what you did in, yeah. the, in the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um so I finished the fire one, and then you told me, like, hey, you should do this thing for the Master Sword, because I had been neglecting the dragon tier thing. Yeah, I think, like, eventually, like, the game, if you don't do that, the game, you know, once you get the whole squad together, the game will eventually be like, hey, you should probably go do this now. Yeah. Well, the thing that benefited me that I was able to knock it out super quick is that I had already gone to the Forgotten Temple and I had a screenshot of where all the glyphs were. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, like, they lead you to there and, like, are like, hey, this is where they're they're all going to be. Right, but I had already had that. Like, I went there really, really early on and mm-hmm. I took that screenshot, like, before I even went to the second temple. Right. Um. So by the time you told me, like, hey, maybe you should pay attention to those for the Master Sword, mm-hmm. um, I just looked at my screenshot and I was like, oh, okay, well, it's easy for me to find them then. Let me just mark yeah. this down. And so I did them. I got the Master Sword, and I was like, ooh, wow. <laughs> that is, uh, ooh, boy. And then when I get the champion tunic redone, they're like, hey, you need stuff from the Light <laughs> Dragon to make your armor better. I'm like, you're going to make me a monster. Seems like, whoa, you... Link, what the heck? This is real rude. Stop taking my scales. I have to attack Zelda to get the stuff to... Not only do you have to get scales, you have to get, like, claws and stuff like Bangs. that. Like, you have to you have to brutalize her to... Beat her up. Im- improve your gear. It's so sad. I don't want to beat up Zelda. My My... Dragon princess, maybe girlfriend. So I had I had done all that, and I went back and talked to Impa, and she basically is like, "All right, well, I'm going to go back to Kakariko, and we're going to find a way to get Zelda back." Mm-hmm. And like, I I would go back in and check in, and Kakariko would be like, "She's not here. Why is she here? I did the quest. Why isn't she like? Why aren't we doing this?" But it's just like you have to do the other main story stuff, and then it'll be like, "Oh, by the way, you should go get the Master Sword now. Oh, you got it. Cool." Yeah, there are several things. They're like, hey, you should do the Master Sword. One of them is that. The other one is um, the the Deku Tree. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, Master Sword. Eh? Here's where it is. Like, oh, okay. Thank you. So I got the Master Sword early, and like I told you, and you were like, what? huh? How? What? Yeah. <laughs> Give me information, please. Um, and it, it, it works the same as the other game, you know, it. It doesn't break technically, but it runs out of energy, and you gotta like you know deal with that and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you can fuse items to it, which is nice. Buff up nice. that attack power of the Master Sword. Um. So then I guess, like I said, I already did the fire one before I got the Master Sword, but then you went to the fire one. 
Mm-hmm. I went. I, so I did wind, desert, fire, water. I did water, wind, desert, fire. Yeah. So fire dungeon is you meet up with Unibo, who is another feller who helped you in Breath of the Wild. Now he's got his own mining company, and now he's like gotten real deep into mining out this weird rock meat because he was told by Zelda, hey, you should do this. It will be real good. But then, like... Brainwashes all the gold. Yeah, and Link eventually kind of snaps him out of it because you have to fight him. And he's like, huh? Also, he's got a cool, like, wrestling mask. It's very fun. Yeah, yeah, he's got, like, a luchador mask. It's very good. (laughs) He's Um, like, Zelda gave this to me. It's supposed to help me with my my mining and everything. But now, oh, God. My my brain feels clear now. (laughs) I did not expect to go to the depths for this one, though. Yeah, that was interesting. That was pretty cool. Got to go to the depths for this dungeon. Um, like we said, so it's kind of, it's very, con- it is, is a little confusing at times per se, but yeah, you eventually, you do the stuff, you beat a boss and then the rock meat goes away and everyone's like, huh? Oh, okay. Uh, I guess we're back to normal. You have to do some like Donkey Kong Country stuff with the mine carts. You do. Yeah. It's true. Uh, and then after that, like you go back to the lookout tower, which is kind of like your base of operations mm-hmm. with like Pura and everything. And like all the other, like, there'll be like people from like the, the Gerudo, the, the Zora, the the Rito, and the everyone's Gorons here. Will show up there to kind of like help out because like essentially that's where you're gonna go storm the castle afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you go to the castle, and you know you feel like you're like like I felt like okay I got the four people going to the castle we're beating the game. That's what I thought too. <laughs> and it was like nope sorry. Uh, you find Scrungly Ganon. He's like here I'm gonna send off some of my uh, my Phantom Ganons at you scrubs and you're gonna fight them and then uh see you later bye bye <laughs> this is also where you learn that the the zelda you've been seeing around the hyrule is also the is a puppet of ganon which was not yeah. surprising but in case you nope. weren't aware of that that's where the reveal would be so you you fight them and like after that you're all kind of like why wouldn't he fight us he could have finished us off if he wanted to and they're like oh well he's probably still trying to you know acquire power and all that sort of stuff so he's not fully ready yet so we gotta, there's, we gotta fi- there's something figure we gotta out. figure out here. We gotta figure things out now, and then eventually you're like, "Oh, there was a fifth sage. We should get another one." And I, this is where I was just like, "All right, you know, we got characters we've seen from the other game. Like, who else from the other game are we gonna like include here?" Right. He's like, "Pura, you're you're the fifth sage. Come on, let's go." I thought it was gonna be Paya. I yeah, I was also. It's gonna be, I thought it was gonna be one of those two. I I thought for a second it was gonna be that weird. Um, researcher guy you do the ring ruin stuff with and i was like oh, that right. wouldn't really make sense because we just met this guy and he just seems like a a doofus yeah he's, he's, he's kind of a oh, let's get bolson in there yeah so like he's you gonna, he's gonna construct cannon to death i i don't know if you can do the ring ruin quest after before you cannot so like i so i did that and it's about, like, you know, there's these ruins over Kakariko that you got to figure out. And, like, Zelda apparently told them, hey, get away from them. You can't be there. And then Don't ever like, go oh, near that. Zelda was fake, so let's go and let's go figure that out. Uh, and it leads you down to the depths again where you find this factory, which I had found this factory beforehand. Oh, had you? Because I had been doing, like, a bunch of death exploring. Depth exploring, not death exploring. And <laughs> just trying to find, you know, the light roots and everything. And I stumbled upon this place. And I was like, oh. this is weird. This seems really big. And I saw that the thing you're supposed to deal with afterwards. And I went into two of the factories. And I was like, 
something there's something here obviously because they wouldn't have all this elaborate stuff here and i can't mm -hmm. do anything with because like i tried to like activate the thing and be like meh, meh. and like i talked to one of the little the zonai dudes and they were like yeah we kept getting orders from like dragon roost island and now they've just kind of disappeared and we don't know what to do with them so i was just like okay i guess this is a thing i'll do later i guess i'll leave here now so that that was very interesting to like eventually come back because like obviously you you know when you're doing this ring room quest you find yourself going up into the sky and like this electrical storm cloud area you got to traverse that this is somewhat difficult because it's a storm and it's wet wet mm -hmm. wet and you gotta like not have gear on and it'll get you electrocuted and there's also mm -hmm. enemies that are very tough oh you also get the outfit you do get that yes yeah you got the yellow toenails Oh, no, that's the frog outfit, the, the outfit where you have to, like, mimic the slab that the dude finds. Um, but, yeah, you eventually do that. You fix the storm and everything, and that takes you into the depths where you find mm -hmm. the factory for the second time if you're me. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, First time I, I, I was here before. I, I remember this place. I guess now it comes into the Vogue. And, like, I remember I saw the, the silhouette thing again where you got to build the thing, and I was like, oh, Oh, I know what we're doing now. Oh. <laughs> um, so you got to go to these different little mini factories where you find arms and legs and you stick them into this little mold. I guess that's the word you would use for mm -hmm. it. Um, and you do that and a robot pops or like a yeah, a robot pops out. And also you you've been talking to like Minoru for a bit. She's like, hey, because you find like the head on top of the island. Yeah. And you got to take it back down and it'll lead you down to the depths. Essentially, she's like, hey, bring me to this thing and I'll chit chat with you and rebuild me and everything. And then she's like, hey, I'm the Sage of Spirits. Right? Spirits? Mm, yeah. And now I got unfinished business. All right, now I'm going to inhabit this robot. And I was like, heck yeah, we got our own mech. Let's go. And it's really cool because, like, you get to operate it by just, like, hopping on the back and doing stuff, mm. but, like, you can grab all, like, the weird Zonai tech or, like, weapons and stuff and just attach it to the robot. Yep. And you just go fight and go blah, 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 blah. It's real good. Um, I got a message from you at one point, like, this fight, and I don't remember exactly what you said, but you were basically, like, real jazzed about it. And then when mm. I got there and did the fight, I was like, oh, now I understand, because you're basically, like, in a robot boxing match. It's real good! <laughs> <laughs> and then you get you get the robot just to tag along with you as part of the squad as well <laughs> yeah and it makes the depths exploration so much yeah because you can you can just hop on and like glide over the gloom parts or even like lava as well yeah it's so much easier it's very nice only problem is you can't get up the, the straight walls but you that's because i think those are just impenetrable <laughs> they well. they are impenetrable you are um, correct but yeah, you eventually get Minoru, and now you get the whole squad, and that's where they're like, hey, you should go get the Master Sword. And it was like, you want to see my Way badge? ahead, yeah. Got, it was like, go get the Master Sword. Go get the Master Sword complete. Yep. <laughs> and then you get the quest of destroy Ganon, and I was like, all right, we're ready for the end of the game. Let's go. Let's go. Um, So again, the, the way you can finish this game is like, you know, it's the end of the game is right there open to you as soon as you start this game. Yeah. If you just want to dive under Hyrule Castle and go down there, you could go straight there. It definitely feels like they've uh, made this part harder than doing it in Breath of the Wild. 
Yeah. Because there's way more of a lead up to doing it. But I'm very, I mean, obviously people are already speed running this and I've beat it in under two hours. So I'm curious to see how Jesus Christ. that's going to get it well optimized and everything. But yeah, uh, there's a big lead up to this. You got to fight some hard enemies. You got to fight. There's a, there's a whole sequence before you fight Ganon where like, it's just like, here's a bunch of phantom Ganons and it's like you and the squad fighting like, it almost feels like they saw they they took a little bit of a Hyrule Warriors and were like let's let's put this here. Yeah, yeah, you have to fight all the well. It's not Phantom Ganon. It's a lot of the the like, regular enemies. Yes, sorry, the sorry. gloom critters, and it was very Hyrule Warriors. It was great. I loved it. So that was pretty good. Except for I had to do it twice, which sucked. Yeah. Wait. Um, but then you go fight Ganon. Mm-hmm. And you fight him like right. He like turns. He gets hydrated. He does get hydrated. And you fight him, like, regularly for once, and then you fight a couple, like, some Phantom Ganons with him, and then, like, he just transforms into the Demon King, and then you see his 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 health bar gets back, and you're like, oh, okay, it's going real slowly, but it's moving, and then it's, like, it goes past the point of where it was normally, and you're like, it just keeps going, it keeps going, it yep, keeps going, keeps going, going. To all the way to the end of the screen, you're like, oh. <laughs> I was so upset. Oh. I was so upset. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> And this is one of the Yakuza moments because he does something with his sleeve where he like throws his arm in a weird way. And I was like, oh my God, is he going to throw his shirt off? But he didn't. How sad. I will say as well, like the game, this is in Breath of the Wild. I didn't remember Breath of the Wild doing this, but also I, I hadn't played Yakuza really before playing Breath of the Wild. So mm-hmm. I didn't really put two together, two, two together. But like, I love the lower thirds for all yeah. the like, important <laughs> characters. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, but yeah, you have like a, a fight. There's the first half of this fight is kind of like as a normal fight with with Gan with Demon King Ganon, mm-hmm. um, which I think is interesting because like he has similar mechanics to you, so like he can he can he av- can the, the like dodge out of the stuff. way and like try like into the flurry rush. Like you can dodge and try mm-hmm. to flurry rush, and he'll dodge you. Yep. And I was like, that's really good. Yep. Um. So I like that first half of that that fight, and then the second half of that fight gets very tough. It's so hard. Because essentially his attacks get more wild and everything, but also if he hits you, he will steal hearts away from you. Not just like right. gloom you. He will literally just steal. Take your yeah, and he'll also just like choose through your shields and everything. It's like, ugh. I don't know if there's an alternate way to do that fight. I don't either. Other than the way that I found, which was just like headshotting him with arrows once he's like in a wind up for an attack. Because that's the only way I'm I can, so I glad can do you damage. told me about it. It was the only way I could find to do damage because, like, I would try and use like the 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 sword and the the sword and everything, but he would just dodge out of the way every time. Yep, and then like I went through almost every single one of my shields trying to like dodge yeah, yeah, yeah. and flurry rush and all that, and I was like, "What do I do?" So eventually, I figured out like, "Oh, I can hit him with the bow and arrow." So I'll let me just get distance away from him because that takes away some of his like attacks Danger. or like it, like some of his like shooting out like kind of like spread attacks. Because you like mm-hmm. you'll have more time to kind of evade around them, and just like as soon as he does starts to do an attack, blah 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 blah, start shooting with arrows. Yeah, and that worked for me because thank you for telling me about that. Um, and you can't have your your pals help you because they're down for the count because they come up they come out, um, I think before he transforms to the demon king and helps you out, and then like as soon as that happens, he's like, nope, get out of nope. here. So they're like in the corners. On the ground, passed like, out. Hey, good luck. You're gonna need it. Um, so you beat him, and like, there's a really cool moment where like he's like, you take his health bar all the way down, and he like, he's like falling backwards, but catches himself, mm-hmm. and then just lifts himself back up. He's like, oh, you're not defeating me like that, no, sirree. Nope. 
And then he takes the the because he has a secret stone he stole from Sonia. Sonia. And he takes it. He eats Tom it to become noms. a demon or a dragon. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> this isn't good. Which is it's it makes sense because like um, the end of Breath of the Wild also had that very bombastic yeah big fight after you fight uh Calamity Ganon down in in the Hyrule Castle. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, so he just flies off, and you're like, "Uh oh!" He has it in your mouth, and he, he like chomps you or something. Yeah, he chomps like, you, and you flies off with you. Flies off with you, and you're like, "Uh oh!" So I was like, "All right, how's this gonna happen?" I was like, "Is they gonna bring? Is this where Zelda comes back?" And here she comes on her dragon. Like, <laughs> you free yourself. She's like, "All right, I'm gonna catch you." Blap. And this fight was way easier than the other fights. It was <laughs> it, way easier once I figured out what to do because, like. With him glowing so much, I couldn't see the spots where I had to hit. But then mm. once he, like, drained his, like, color so he could start attacking you, yeah. then I could see him really easy. You just got to take, like, a second for him to, like, do his stuff. And then eventually, like, he'll just sit there for long enough where you can just glide down. And you just got to, like, take care of his spikes. And then eventually... And Zelda will, like, help you back up if you need it. Yeah, you just, like, you, you, you take one off. He'll, like, explode. You'll fly off. And then Zelda's like... She <laughs> flies in. Yeah, uh, so you do that like a couple times, and eventually you have to like get on his head and break the secret stone, mm-hmm. and you do that, and then he just turns into a nuke <laughs> as he explodes yep. and dies. He just nukes. Also, you forgot to mention that the dragons look at each other, and it's also very oh good, yeah, yeah. So. There's a with, right before you do the fight. There's a pose where it literally looks like you've seen this multiple times in the Yakuza games, where they'll show like the back tattoos of like yep. of Kiryu and whoever he's about to fight, and it's like yep. Just that pose. I was like, oh, I am so ready for this. This is good. It was so cool. But yeah, he turns into a nuke when you beat him. He literally turns into a nuke. Link on Dragon Zelda is just like looking at it like, huh, well, okay, that happened. Oh, all right. (laughs) Let me get all that radiation. Like, I wonder what kind of damage that did on the ground. I mean, they were high enough in the air, I guess, but. I mean, a nuke is a very big explosion. It's going to do some damage. Yeah. Uh, and then you fall. And then you fall. Well, first you get your little flashback with uh, Sonya and Raru, I guess. And they're like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Also, your top's off. Gotta yeah, you get, just have... God, I have so many them, regrets. You gotta get them out for Zelda. I had so many regrets because I was wearing the lantern pants. No, you did it right. <laughs> I pants. I was just like, Half naked with my big lantern pants. I was like, oh no. I, <laughs> you did the right thing. <laughs> oh man, if only I had the tingle pants that I have now, I could have oh gone God. in with, with tingle pants. But uh, yeah, like. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, hey, we'll help you, buddy. You, you you form your powers together. You do a father son Kamehameha wave like you do in Dragon Ball. And then you you shoot your light at Zelda's dragon form, and she transforms back to Zelda. And then oh, she's just falling from the sky. You better go catch her. I'll see your arm is back to normal. Blah. No cool more arm. magic no, arm. No cool arm. You got regular arm now. But yeah, and, you gotta. Uh, and then I I send this message to you. Then it just becomes Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, and they also just recreate the opening of the game. Yes, they re- which I really like that that full circle of he's able to like reach out and actually grab her this time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Final Fantasy VIII where you have to like fly through the sky and and catch the gal. I do like as well. He like catches her and immediately like, all right, let's position ourselves to a lake. I've done this plenty of times now. I'm an expert. Splash. I know what I'm doing. Giant <laughs> splash. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's still topless. Just. 
Dragon Look, Raru and Sonya knew water. exactly what, what she wanted. And she no, barely you're right. been talking about Link's titties. And it was like, all right, we got to get that shirt off you, boy. I mean, Sonya very obviously was like, oh, you have the hots for this guy. You definitely have the hots for this guy. Like, she does not even, she's not subtle about it. She's like, you want to see them you you want you want to see you want to see we this man you. shirtless? We got you, we got you. So then, like the first thing that she sees when she wakes up is like Link. She's like, huh? And she's like, Sonia, you're here. Sonia, you did me a Whoa, solid. Thank we're you. Back. I feel like I've been in a weird dream. Yeah. Um. And he's he's being all soft and helping her up and all mm -hmm. that. And I was like, oh. He's like, hey, I'm back. Woohoo. Uh, and then you get credits, and then you have a post-credit scene where you're back on the tutorial Sky Island, and mm -hmm. Minoru as a spirit and her robot are like, "Hey, I gotta go. By the way, I did my thing. We've accomplished the mission. I gotta go say hi to my my pal, my brother, my brother, my sister-in-law. I'll tell them. I'll tell them y'all say hi. Anyway, see y'all later. And then you and the rest of the squad are like, "Yeah, we're gonna protect Hyrule. Let's go. We're the we're the best. Let's go." We'll protect the princess. Yeah. Everyone's very happy. And then the, yeah, the game's it's great. over. Yeah. I love that like Link just silently goes back with them and is like, yay. Honestly, here here's the thing I would have done here. Okay. You let Link talk here. Say like yep. a word. Yep. I agree with you. Or at least like have him say the thing with everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do love how they do the thing and like... um. Uh, Unobu messes it up. He messes it up. Yeah, he says <laughs> very it kanji at the end of Persona Four Golden. Yep, very <laughs> like, much yeah, so. Good. I love it. I love that trope. Um, it was great, but I I agree with you. It would have been cool if they had actually had him talk because he very obviously talks a lot in this game. The chatterbox. He chats so much, but like we never actually hear him. He just like is He's very like, obviously talking and gesturing yeah, yeah. and all that. He's like the Warrior of Light in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That they do the same thing essentially. Oh, okay. Don't attack me. That's not nice. <laughs> Game's like, hurry it up, ma'am. You've been talking too long. I'm ready for bed. Um. Another thing is that this game has fist bumps on it, so it's obviously great. Yeah. Mhm. Mm part's real good. Real good. <laughs> Your hands too yeah. small. Let's just fist bump. It's great. It's great. It's great. So good. I love this game. This game's pretty good. I, I, I haven't stopped playing this game. I have, but also I just I wanted to take a break because I went so hard. But I'm yeah. like, obviously I have so much stuff to do in that game. You know, I will eventually go back to it, but I feel like I kind of just wanted to take a break just so I don't get burnt out on it. Obviously. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is a it's a pretty. I mean, I I put what like seventy hours into this game. And even that 70, was like 75 75 that was like the last couple of days mainlining the story so yeah um so i still game. think that the funniest thing is that there was a message in discord was it yesterday <laughs> the day before it was one of we recorded in yasha i think sunday yeah um so one of our one of our friends was like al Al, you've put 105 hours into this. Are you okay? Do you need to drink water? Do you need to stand up? Like, <laughs> like are you all right? <laughs> it's even I was more like, now. There's no way I put 105 hours. I, oh, I haven't even looked at it now. I haven't even looked at it. Do Either you way, look at it? No. Keep, keep curious, the viewers though. in suspense. The viewers, the listeners in suspense. 
I mean, it's, it's probably not up that on. high because you you haven't played that much. You only played yesterday and a little bit today. It probably right. didn't have enough I mean, time. Or I yeah. guess I don't know when they like they cashed. Work that, is so. a thing. Maybe like yeah. one fifteen now ish. So. This game's good. I don't even remember how to find out. I think I would have to look. I don't think you can Played see for it. 115 hours, everyone. See, I was right. 115. Mm. Well, I mean, like I said, work and all that. That tracks. It's you. You love to yep. just know life games of like this nature. <laughs> games that you are very excited for, you will just go into gremlin mode. Full gremlin mode. Yeah. So I did the same for Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Um... I want to ask one last question before we wrap up. All right. One last question. I would assume they will do DLC for this game. Yes, I assume so too. What is the D what, what do you, what do you imagine the DLC of this game looking like? Ooh. Cause the story's kind of wrapped up. I feel like you could do the stuff in the past. Maybe you let could. you play a Zelda for once. Yeah. Um, but I don't know like story wise, what else you could really do do i don't i don't either really because like i mean you got the yiga stuff in this game that that gets fleshed out yeah but that's also kind of wrapped up by the end that's what i mean yeah yeah oh sorry hi buddy so i don't know what else you would really do that would like make sense story-wise unless you want to do like more challenge stuff like they did in the first first game i'm sure they'll do a challenge mode because that's the thing that they like to do yeah um which like Part noises um but i mean they're they've definitely got to have story it's just what exactly DLC. is going to be what I is think. that going to be yeah um i mean i know people were really wanting playable zelda so like that would make sense because mm -hmm. like one of the few things that they didn't actually address in criticisms of breath of the wild <laughs> was playable zelda i mean they, they at least let her i feel like do more things in this game yeah 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 i mean she's very much an active player as opposed I mean I will defend Zelda and Breath of the Wild to the death of me because she was doing some heavy lifting but she was doing some heavy lifting that we didn't really see yeah this you kind of um, have more of a a more tangible experience with her uh -huh. you see like the result of what she did and also like good lord she's self-sacrificing this girl needs a break So Hang I think out in a castle for a hundred years, fighting Phantom Ganon, and then becomes a dragon for God Goes knows back how to long. the the super past, and then becomes a dragon. Yeah. Um, like how long was she a dragon? A long time. A long time. Um. I also appreciate that, like. Okay, they pronounce it Phi. I always get it confused because Trail says Fee. Um, Fi, the sword spirit, is also active in this and speaks is, to okay, Zelda. Okay, question. Answer. Is that actually a thing that is per is permeate through other Zelda games, or is it just a Skyward Sword thing? Skyward Sword thing. So it's not necessarily that. It could just be, hey, this, the Master Sword talks. But it's the same so sound that she makes in Skyward Sword. Hmm. And they made the same sound in Breath of the Wild, too. I mean, I know a lot of people are trying to, like again no it's the exact same sound effect no no no. i know i know but i'm saying like a lot, a lot of people are trying to like you know point and choose things like oh this thing is clearly they're referencing 
they're direct tying to the Skyward Sword or this other Zelda game. And I'm like, I don't really think that's the case. So I didn't know if that was like a thing in that aspect or if it was like, or what exactly. Yeah, I mean, canonically, like, Phi is part of the sword. And, um, like, that that specific chime that's made is the sound that she makes whenever she was communicating with Link in Skyward Sword. Link, your Wiimote needs charged. Basically, yes. Um, Link, you broke your nunchuck. <laughs> and then um, at the end of the Trial of the Sword in Breath of the Wild DLC, it made that sound again. Hmm. Um, I mean, they do, they do also, like, gender the Master Sword as, like, she. she her so yeah yeah um they just don't specifically like name no and there's no way that they like the characters in there there's no way they would know who she is right 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 um because no one knew that she was an actual like personified piece of the sword essentially yeah they just know that there is a spirit of the sword mm-hmm. um and so that's that's her, and like you said, they they do gender the sword in this um, for that reason. Which but, I, I feel yeah. like that's more of like a, a wink and a nod rather than making it like hyper specific. It's the same, but like again, who's to say? We, if Link's not saying anything, who knows? He's Let the one who Link can talk. talk. He can, he's the one who can hear the sword talk. Well, Zelda can too. Well, she didn't mention anything, so. She just heard, "Hey, this this sword talks like a lady." <laughs> talks like a lady, and also it didn't says, tell me a name. <laughs> it says, "Ouchie, please heal me." <laughs> oh God, this sucks. This hurts. <laughs> I can't do anything now. You gotta help me. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting to see if they what they do in terms of like if they do story DLC again. Yeah, I hope that they do. That would be fun. Uh, for for. For context, and I guess for comparison's sake, mm-hmm. uh, they did two DLCs for Breath of the Wild, right? Uh, the first uh, one... Go ahead. Well, the first one was, like, the Trials part, which was just, like, the the challenge. Trials, the challenge DLC, essentially, if you want to call it like that. That yep. came out three months after the game came out. Okay. Uh, and then the, the story DLC, the Champion's Ballad, came out about, like, nine months after the, the game came out in December. It was a baby. Um, obviously, they have not said anything one way or the other. If they're doing DLC, there's no like, expansion pass that you could buy on the, the store or anything. Mm-hmm. So they haven't made mention one way or the other. Maybe I feel like if they're going to talk about that, they'll talk about that in the summer, per se. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, they haven't made mention one way or the other if they'll do DLC, but I would assume they probably will do DLC because Nintendo likes money, and this game has made money. a lot of money already, so money. how else can we make more money? Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll be it'd be interesting to see exactly what they decide to do, per se. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Yeah. But yeah. Huh. Tears um, of the one Kingdom. thing I do want to say before it's we out. wrap up that no, we're cut you off. Get out of here, Gam Cutter Mike. No, no. No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, um, can I say what I was gonna say? Okay, I was gonna say that I, I, I do appreciate that. Like, 
in the last game, they locked a lot of the like goofy outfits and stuff behind um, Amiibo. Yes, yes. You know, you're right. You're right. And they didn't do that this time. You can still get all the pieces that you would get from Amiibo in the depths. You would like, like yeah, you could if you have the Amiibo associated with it, you can get that stuff. But it's also just down in the depths if you want to like if you don't have the Amiibos attached or associated with it, or if you like you just want to get the stuff you need. Yeah, or like the the um the helms that are based off of the champions um, that the uh, the folks the the previous mm -hmm. sages where you can get those yeah. like in in the areas yeah they're like um, those little quests they'll be like hey there's a treasure around here somewhere you should go find it mm -hmm. um but you can get all that from amiibo and so i've got a lot of stuff like from the amiibo before um i got it in the depths and i was like well i guess i'll sell the depths version mm -hmm. um but I do really appreciate that that's not locked behind the amiibo this yeah. time. The only thing that's locked is the paraglider um, material, which, like, yeah, that's kind of bummer, but... And Aponia. Yeah, Epona. Like, you still cannot get get that horse any other means except for amiibo. Scanning, correct. Yeah. So, paraglider and the horse, but, like, the outfits, I was super, super happy to see that you can yeah. still get those. And there's some stupid ones, like the Link's Awakening one. Is that's, so oh, man, that's something. Oh, boy. <laughs> they really they really went for that one. I think yeah, that's so they funny did. that they did. And that one's new. That was not in the previous yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that game wasn't out yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, that version of that game was not out yet. I will, I guess, I will say as well before we wrap up, as, as, as well, as well, as well, yeah, as, well yeah. as well, as well, as well. As well, as um, well. I would um, I wonder what their goal, what the next Zelda game is. Like, do you think they just make go and make a new 2D game? That's a good question because like they've said that this is like the formula for Zelda's going forward. And like they haven't made a new 2D game since Link Between Worlds, right? That was 10 years ago now. Yeah, I mean not a new a new one. Like they've only done like the Link's Awakening remake. So, like, I feel like you could definitely make a new one maybe in, like, that art style that they did for Link's Awakening. Oh, God, not that art style, please. <laughs> or just something different. Like, I feel like it would it would be a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it would make the people who are super, like, anti-Breath of the Wild Tears of the Kingdom Zelda, like, like, happy. Like, do it like how Yakuza and Judgment are doing it, where, like, you have yeah, yeah, yeah. these 3D games that are this new open-world style and formula and then you could make the 2d games as the more classical style of zelda i think that's a very good idea to do the yakuza why do we keep bringing up yakuza hey um, they, they they have good ideas it's, it turns out no you're right they have really good ideas um but like that formula of doing like here's the main line where we change it up we're doing it different like this is how it's going to be from now on um, but then, like, for those who want the traditional style, here's the side story that you can still play and get that stuff that you like. I think that's a really good formula because yeah. then everybody's happy. Yeah. And it turns out that that is probably, I don't know. It's at least a good thing for money. I mean, I would like to play a new 2D Zelda game. I would, too, especially after we replayed Minish Cap and talked about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have Capcom make another one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their record is not that good. So I mean, don't to be actually fair, make Capcom do the it. Du the, the guy who directed Tears of the Kingdom also directed the Oracle games. So you can Ooh, only okay, go so... up from there. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're this right. is just a, a story of how you improve yourself after hitting rock bottom. 
you're right. You know, this is a redemption arc. Yeah, that's that's the word I would be looking for. Correct. <laughs> this this is the redemption arc for him. Yep. I'm pr I'm proud of him. Good job of making a great game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's that's Tears of the Kingdom. It's uh, it's yep. finally out. We finally played it. It's phenomenal. It's a real good video game. I'm probably not going to stop playing it, although I still need to finish Cold Steel 4 again before Reverie comes out. And I also have two other games on the backlog and some more games coming out soon. I'm just like, ah! The games are the games don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Oh, boy. You thought there was a good. break for summer? Eh, 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 eh. Eh, eh. But yeah, that's Tears of the Kingdom, and that's that's going to do it for this podcast. You've you've heard us talk a lot. Yes. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash sacova. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, it'll be June. Oh, my God. Don't tell me that. June. Uh, I don't know if we'll have any, like, game stuff to talk about, but if not, maybe we'll just chit-chat about whatever PlayStation decided to show off this week. Oh, yeah. When is that happening? That is... Oh, so, tomorrow for us, it would have been Wednesday for all of you who are listening. Ah, uh, nahone. So, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that. It hurts, like, an hour long, so maybe we'll have enough stuff to talk about. Who knows? I mean, there... Wow. Look, if we're getting into June in the summer. We're going to have a lot of game stuff to talk about. So we'll probably no, have a couple of episodes devoted to just here's what people have announced and are putting out. So. No, it makes sense. I mean, like this is our traditional E3 time, which is yes. obviously not happening because E3 is dead. But um, it's still like the traditional time. So yep. we're probably going to get something. Yep. So, yeah, look forward uh, to potentially that next week or something else. Who knows? Who knows? 